Bungaloosh. Hello. My balls are hot. Oh. <laughs> I re- at the time, Rhiannon hadn't clicked in yet. Yeah, yeah but I don't. But you knew I would. And I also <laughs> don't want to know about the temperature of your. You're balls. a liar. You're a dirty liar. I mean, of all the things I lie about, your balls are not one of them. You're a dirty, dirty liar. And yet you tell us about your pants being off all the time. So how do you think we feel? I mean, I, I would hope your loins feel pretty good. I feel not no, they surprised. Don't. They really don't. No, nope, they feel like clench, tight, shut. Poor Mark. Just... Yeah, yeah. Poor well, Mark. I ruined it. I ruined it for Mark. I ruined you it did. You did. He's going to come for you. That even sounds grosser. Mark should <laughs> not be coming for me. I mean, unless he wants to know more about not wearing pants. Dun dun dun. Roar. Oh, roar. Roar. I didn't. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the following presentation of the Three O'Clock Parade podcast is presented by Adventure Is Out There Travel. Becca, that's B E K K A, at adventureisoutthertravel.com, can help you find discounts concierge level service and help you book the most fabulous vacation to Walt Disney World ever and like for the birthday palooza and even Southwest Florida home of Rhiannon dun 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 oh sorry (laughs) and on the west coast where there is not a polar vortex. Not even close. It's Skipper Dick Richie. <sighs> Pantless, shoeless, day off. It's so good. Man. That sounds fine by me. That's all good. Um, and here in Orlando, Florida, it is not a polar vortex, but it is. I really feel in this entire weather pattern, we are the true victims here in Florida because it is too cold to go to the water park. Mm-hmm. We're the we're the victims. I had to go to the beach yesterday for a company funded event with an open bar. Did you know how cold I was? It's bullshit. That it is really junk. Is. That was it's, terrible. That's bullshit. And that's the thing, like people try to plan, they'll say, what's the weather like in January in Orlando? People from out of town, they'll be like, what should I pack? I'm like, you you can't do that. Like you can't, you have no clue ahead of time. It could be 85 degrees and you'll be at the water park or it could be 35 and you know, you're, you're freezing your baguettes off. You just don't know. We don't get down to 35. (laughs) We're not animals. (laughs) So... So that's what's going on. Skipper to Gritchie, there is mass excitement about your weekend. Is it this, this weekend, right? No, it's the weekend. Uh, it's actually next, not this coming weekend, but the following weekend. Oh, so the so, pandemonium, the excitement is, is like two weeks in advance. Yes, people should be arriving around the 5th and the 6th. And then, you know, just making as much fun as we can during that time, however long they're here. Because yeah. some people are going to be only at Disneyland, and some people are coming down to San Diego for a little while. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I know 2018 three o'clock parade, Rum Runners Fantasy Football League champion, West Kinetic, 
Um, is it Will We Coming? I know that. Or maybe he's going on his own. I don't. Maybe he's, maybe I'm just completely wrong. No, no, no. Wes is coming. Okay. Well, they just dox his travel plans. <laughs> I was like, whoops, because I was because believe it or not, it's taken me a little bit of time to mail the championship belt to him. Believe it or not. I mean, it happens. <laughs> but uh, to be fair, we were planning on if he was going to see if maybe he could come and, and do it in person, like a big presentation. But um. But that's not in the cards, apparently. So I'm going to. I'm thinking the championship belt should fit in one of the uh, pre, the uh, all one rate boxes. I need to get that to him because it's pretty important to get that. Uh, you know, the three o'clock parade, Run Runners Fantasy Football League, is arguably one of the most uh, prestigious belts of all time, if not the yeah. most prestigious. Could be. Yeah. Could be. I mean, I don't even know who would argue with you on that. No, no one. Not a one. Yeah, no, I don't uh, think anybody would even care enough to. No. <laughs> Wait, are you guys talking about Star Wars again? No, we're talking about his wrestling uh, belt. Okay, I just, I just assumed I didn't care. Our wrestling belt. Oh, this is true. The 3 o'clock parade, Rum Runners, Fantasy Football League Championship, which uh, the Monster Squad could have had, and the Guardians of the Gridiron. Um... Let's see. So what's going on uh, in the world today? Uh, first of all, I'd like to say I went to Splitsville. I went to – it is nice. Disney Springs now. I went on Saturday night to go before a concert. Had no reservations. And I was able to get in somewhere, which is very nice nowadays to be able to do that. Um, uh, with no re- – we, we, we went and ate at Splitsville. And it was still solid, FYI. Just, I yet to eat there. Um, beer, beer was in a in more of a, a old school style mug than a than a chalice, but maybe that's because I ordered the wrong beer. I don't know. I, I, I did. Yeah, probably did. But uh, it worked out. <laughs> it worked out. And we went to uh, a uh, Journey tribute band at House of Blues. Oh, how was that? It was actually pretty good. The problem was. It was sold out. Like so, it's. So, have you ever been to House of Blues where it's completely sold out? Yeah, but the place is tiny. Really, really full. Yeah. So uh, that's. I like a good full concert, but then it's like logistically, it makes it a little challenging. But um, it was fun. You know, good times. Free is always fun. Oh, so the tickets were free. Yes, the tickets were free for everybody. Is that he why they sold people. out? Oh, yeah. Well, I think. Many different programs, like they did it. Like if you did went through Groupon, it was free. Or that, and the, I think annual pass holders had like a free. You had to do it in advance, though. Like if you showed up that day, it's like ten bucks. But like one of those things where if you did it in advance, you can probably everybody that wanted to could get them for free. I think uh, okay. for a Journey cover band, they should be paying you. Somebody once I forget who it was. I think it was a. Uh, I think it was Shuck. Said. <laughs> At this point, is it the actual journey? Just a cover band? Right. No, they are. <laughs> like, uh, they don't have Steve Perry anymore, but they have a they have. I want to say he's a Korean guy. Yeah. That sounds just like him. Yeah, like, he won like a talent show. Yeah, like it's eerie how wow. much they sound alike. Yeah. 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 It's great. Yeah. He's. Uh. I. I believe he's. He's from the Philippines, if I remember correctly. There you go. That sounds. Great. Yeah. 
Dude, I but I bring that up because I really don't want the House of Blues to go away. Everything I keep hearing when I'm there is even the people at House of Blues are like, Disney Springs hates us. Like we are like the redheaded stepchild of Disney Springs. They they really don't like us here. Because basically they dump out, you know, a thousand completely trash people at midnight every night and just <laughs> But who spends more money than trashed people? Maybe they just don't get enough big of enough cut. I don't I've know. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard. It's um I don't know. But it's such a great thing to have here in town. It's a great venue. It's not the best venue, but it's nice to have that venue at Disney. It's Too nice. expensive for a wedding, but anyway. Oh, God. Yeah. I priced it. I'll bet. What's the most affordable? You don't have to tell me the money, but which place seems to be the most affordable Disney venue right now? Um. Well, this might shock you, but... I I think I forget where I left off if I even mentioned this. I know I did it on Twitter, but um, that I was going around getting quotes and everything. And I was hesitant to get a quote from Disney themselves because I'd heard all these awful things and just assumed they'd be unaffordable. Inaffordable? Wow, I really, I have like had two sips of beer. I swear to God, it's just been a long day. Um, and But I was uh, encouraged to do so by Polly because he thought we could get her on the whole like, everyone has to be on property restrictions long story short too late um ah. fucking contemporary there's like some ballroom or something that um i mean i don't i don't i'm not intimately familiar with any of the ballrooms and but it obviously is going to hold up to 175 people so it's not like you know a, a office space somewhere um but yeah their food and beverage minimums um were less than any place uh in disney springs Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Is it, is it though? I just feel like I don't. I mean, what if I want you, like a fun? What? I was gonna say, what if, what if you have your reception in the same place that Richard Nixon gave his gave his speech? Uh-huh, that would uh-huh. be. No. I was gonna say the same exact thing, Skip. That would yeah. be. I mean, that's phenomenal. That would be. My whole thing is, is that I like the personality of Sledsville or House of Blues over what I can only imagine once you're inside that ballroom, the contemporary, you're going to feel like I may as well be at a fucking Marriott in like Tulsa. I don't know. That's true. The, the, the rooms themselves, I don't know if you've ever really walked around the, the levels. I mean, they, there's nothing unique about the ballrooms themselves. That's, it's a hundred, you're hundred percent right. hundred percent right. But you're at the contemporary. So like Disney fans would feel it. Whereas the 99% of my guests who are not Disney fans <laughs> would be like, and you paid how much for this when you could right. have just gone like off property or stayed home. Right. So I, I think it's going to be a no go, but it was interesting information to learn. That's for sure. Yeah. But that is valid concern on their part. Like I'd be the same way. If I wasn't a Disney fan, I'd be like, you fucking kidding me. This is really what's so great about this. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I'm just thinking you could, I'm sorry, I'm still going with the whole Nixon thing. Cause you guys could mm-hmm. base, like your vows on I'm that. I'm not inviting Roger Stone to my wedding, so oh, I am no not longer single. Then. You know, instead yeah. of like I'm not uh-huh. a crook. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I, I got what you're well, yeah. so good. An- wow, we could do a full deep throat oh. themed wedding. I love the way this is going. Yeah. Can we plan it? Here's what it is. No one really knew who Deep Throat was, so we do a thing. Somebody will be designated at the wedding as Deep Throat, and then we'll play a game trying to figure out who it is. 
Not Spoiler yet. alert, it's Rhiannon. Nope. <laughs> Not happening. Damn it. Man. I feel like we're throwing out a lot of great ideas. Yeah, man. We are really going like, this is so good. Yeah. No, Liv- Livy has been throwing out some phenomenal ideas for like nightmare fuel. I don't know, <laughs> uh, but uh, that being said, uh, with Livy, breaking news. Oh, do you know where Livy will be on Sunday? I'm guessing at, at the Super in a Bowl. Snowbank? Yes, the actual Rhiannon's liver will be live at. Mercedes-Benz Stadium for Super Bowl 33 with Outer Rim Jim. That is awesome. Okay, what have I done wrong that I don't have his life? I mean, I don't really get the show at the Super Bowl, but still, that's like status right there. And he just came back from India? Like, what? That part is the, the shocking part. Not, I mean, yeah, it's amazing to go to the Super Bowl, but then not, it, the fact that he's literally, I think he's stepping off the plane from India and going straight to the Super Bowl. I mean, that is life. Yeah. He's definitely like a 90s R&B superstar for sure. <laughs> Must be. <laughs> Outer Rim Jim and his huge hit. I don't know. That'd be great. We need to figure out what his huge hit would have been. Some kind of Wait, 90s. Is he artist. actually the original singer from Journey? Is this why we have like a replacement? It's possible. Must be. It's possible. Scholars maintain that he might be. Skipper Gertie, what's going on over here? What is like this Lunar New Year going on at uh, Disneyland? There's just tons of obviously shocking special churros and shit uh, popping up for uh, Lunar New Year at Disneyland California Adventure. What's going on? Um, you know, so the way Epcot has like the little like art thing, like there's little like excuse you, little art, the thing? little art thing. Well, it's like a festival wow. between big festivals. It's like, okay, we got to do something between food and wine and the flower and garden. So we're going to do this other little thing in the middle. Uh, it's kind of the same thing. Like over there, you know, at, uh, California adventure, they do the, um, the holidays. And then there's that brief moment between their food and wine, which happens during, in the spring. And, uh, they do, they celebrate, the uh, Chinese or Lunar New Year. And um, it's kind of the same thing. They have like food booths with all this different food. And apparently this year, uh, well, maybe most years, but it's it's really like Mickey shaped. Um, so there's lots of really yummy Mickey shaped food. Yeah. Uh, and the good thing is that it's all going on during the big celebration next weekend. Oh boy! Yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. Chinese New Year is super fun. Um, there's drinks and there's food. There's something that looks like a Mickey pretzel with weenies in it. I'm not exactly sure. Oh, God. oh it's the year of the pig, you know. So you got yeah. I'm looking at it right now. It looks very like right. a pretzel with a with with uh, hot dogs in it. Yeah, with like like cheese and hot dogs. But I think those they are. Should have just. No, go ahead. Should just copied um bush gardens bacon wrap pretzel or pretzel Ooh, and bacon it's really confusing delicious. but it's really good it's, it's oh. so good no i mean i don't think this is actually a pretzel because i don't think that's salt i think they're sesame seeds but that's just what mm. it looks like uh but their whole idea is to 
since it's the year of the pig, they want you to pig out in anticipation. <laughs> um, yep. I mean, I don't, I don't need a reason to do that. No, I mean it's it's really funny because even the like chicken dishes, uh, like let's say orange chicken, you know how it's fried, they're actually cut into like little Mickey shaped heads. They've they've gotten Ooh. the cookie cutter to the chicken. Uh, it just it looks delicious. I'm I can't wait. Good, good, yeah. good. Um, something that I I keep forgetting is happening, but they're they're really getting prepped for. Is they're opening a new attraction at Hollywood Studios that no one is talking about, the uh, Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. And it has like a Lightning McQueen audio animatronic and everything. I'm sure it's going to be some kind of like maybe like a 3D show or something, but that's kind of cool. There's something new coming. Yeah. Did you see uh, the most recent Cars? What was it? Cars 3? I did not see Cars 3 yet. So in Cars 3, Lightning McQueen goes to this racing academy, which is basically a virtual racing thing. So they, you know, they put him on this platform that like uh, moves to the angles and he's got this like wraparound screen. So even though he's not actually moving uh, in the movie, you know, it gives him the sensation of of racing so he can like try different turns and stuff like that without actually wiping out. And it looks like what they did is they've recreated that so that you climb into, you know, some sort of race car, whether it's lightning McQueen or not. And then you're surrounded by a 360 screen or whatever, and your car moves. So it, it kind of reminds me of like, I don't know if you remember there, there used to be those like little virtual reality things that they would put in the mall for like $5. Yeah. It kind of yeah. reminds me of like a souped up version of that. Yeah. And you're excited about this? I mean, I don't. I'm. I'm not. I might be talking it down a little bit, but uh, if it's anything like the movie, it should be fun. Yeah. Let me put it. I mean, I'm going to change that then uh, to make it more appealing. You know those movies oh, when boy. they show like either NASA or the Air Force training, and they have pilots in a big box, and that screen goes all the way around them, so it looks like they're actually flying a jet. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but in a car. Ooh. I know. It sounds awesome. Where is this going? I know you said Hollywood Studios, but where in the park? Remember when they built that, like, theater right next to Rock and Roller Coaster for, like, the villains party? Yeah. There. Huh. Yeah. So, perfect thematic fit. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I don't know what... Yeah, I don't, I don't think they know... I mean, it's not like Rock and Roller Coaster is really the perfect thematic fit there either. <laughs> so, it's just kind of like the corner of... Stuff at Hollywood Studios related things. Well, yeah. where you go on fast car rides. I think one of the rumors has been that once Star Wars or uh, Galaxy's Edge opens, then the animation courtyard will be free. You don't need to use that building mm-hmm. for Star Wars anymore, and that they were just going to build like a whole Pixar land, right? Like starting yeah. from Toy Story Land, going all the way through. So it could kind of work in that same idea. Yeah. That could just it be really one could. of the yeah. That could just be one of the like pieces being put into place. Yep. Yes. Yep. I think we've talked about this before, but I'm fully on board with basically walling off where Rock and Roller Coaster goes now, and taking that, making Sunset Boulevard what it is without Rock and Roller Coaster. Like you walk down and go to Tower of Terror, and that's ba- and Fantasmic, and that's basically it. And then making Rock and Roller Coaster actually connect the other way towards. 
you know, not part of because it doesn't make sense as it is now. It, it, there's no reason that you go, oh, we could turn right to a old haunted hotel and turn left to a brand, like a modern recording studio. Of course, yeah. Hey, is hey, it really hey, modern? Um, <laughs> um, are you gonna discuss the other change coming to Sunset Boulevard? Ooh. Oh, jump, jump right in. They're finally, finally getting rid of the stupid Plaid Hollywood store. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> it, it really is shocking how long that lasted. Very, it's, I, I'm shocked it went in in the first place. Yeah, I will say we bought something for one of the kids there about three months ago because it was a clearance yeah. sweatshirt there. So, so I was shocked. I walked in there. I'm like, well, it was, well. I mean, if you want to call buying something for like a third of what it originally cost is part of the problem. I mean, <laughs> we actually went in and probably cost them money. It was great because they had something on like super duper clearance. It was great. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, uh, but yeah, that's it. Outlasted the actual Planet Hollywood store. Remember when they had the dinosaur shaped Planet Hollywood store at Disney Springs? Dinosaur. Who's <laughs> <laughs> <Nice. Did> she? <laughs> Pretty cool. Hey, I was, I'm, I'm pretty curious about your guys' thoughts on this. I watched a video the other day about this guy, one of these guys that goes into the parks behind the scenes and like film stuff and then gets banned for life. What are your thoughts on these Disney like urban explorers? Um, I would never do it because I'm a nice law-abiding citizen, but I don't know. I mean, I don't watch YouTube videos in general, so it would, it would take a lot for me to yeah. think, wow, they, they stumbled upon something insane. I'm going to watch this. Because yeah. otherwise, it's like, look, back entrance where employees walk through, and you're like, hey. Yeah, like, I, I agree. I don't I, I don't watch a lot of YouTube videos either, but I just happen to I, I, I followed a link through it to this guy this is one of the more famous ones that's out now i don't know well he went in he, he's telling the story this this freaks me out like so nervous this would make me so nervous he wanted to film he filmed inside the disney quest right before they tore it down like so about like a year ago mm-hmm. and like he literally dressed up in like a construction worker's outfit <laughs> <laughs> and cu- cut a hole in like a lunchbox for his camera and he walked like he He's telling the story, and he got banned right after this. Jeez. And he, yeah, he literally, like, so he goes at, like, 3 in the morning, and he's walking through because the day they went to, to check, there were, like, people going in and out nonstop. And he's like, no problem, I'll just meet. But the day he goes, there's no one there other than him. And, like, everyone's kind of looking at him like he's weird. So he goes in, and he does, like, the filming, and then it was coming out that, obviously, that's when – it didn't go so well and and like he got caught but the, just telling the story gave me so much anxiety like sounds terrible i could i could never do something like that and i don't want to do that but um it's just and he had done the same thing with like the wonders of life and uh discovery island and you know all these places yeah. and it's it, because i guess you got to come up with something new to make your youtube channel grow <laughs> i guess yeah, that sounds like, that sounds wacky to me though. Yeah, well, it reminds me of like when I used to work for my previous company, and I did a lot of traveling around the country to work in hospitals, and the number of hospitals that 
as long as you're in scrubs, like they don't check ID, they don't ask who you are, they don't ask why you're there. Like you just wander anywhere you want. It's true. It's kind of shocking. A little scary. Yeah. That's or really a lab scary. coat. Yeah, lab coat. You wear a lab coat, you can pretty much go anywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's it's actually true though. I know that when like when I worked at Disney, uh, in the sales and marketing team, uh, we would go to like any of the third, you know, like the off-property resorts or guest service desks, and we'd pick up and drop off stuff all the time. And, you know, if you just show up in a minivan and you have a dolly, nobody's going to tell you anything. Uh, no. You can pretty much do almost anything you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Um, but I remember when I, like when I was a cast member, same thing. Like if even backstage at Disney, people don't really like, are constantly looking, but it is you are so used to seeing people wearing their badges around their neck that when somebody doesn't, you kind of give them a second look, and I think that's what. So, but that, anyway, I thought it was. Yeah. There's been a lot of hubbub because of this whole like. Uh, there was a thought that somebody stole the buzzy from. Right, right. From uh, what actually, of Life. what finally happened with that? The last I heard was that he actually was removed by. Disney and just no one did. No one told anybody. Oh, that's interesting because they made it seem like, uh, like when you read the article, they said that they just like cut the hydraulics, which uh, sprayed hydraulic fluid everywhere because I guess the pressure was still there. So they made it sound like whoever did it didn't know what they were doing. Maybe I mean that's but maybe maybe whoever Disney told to do it didn't know what they were doing. You know. That's always possible. I just, it kind of, I just don't know if I find it interesting. And it's, it's been the same way since I first started watching all those Horizons videos a couple, like maybe like five years ago when they first came out of the guys that went through and walked through all the Horizon stuff. I don't know if you guys ever saw that, but oh, I'm like, yeah, half of me thinks it's cool. And then half of me is kind of like weirded out by it. <laughs> Well, my whole thing, I guess, is just I would be interested to know how much money these people actually make off of this stuff because it strikes me that they're probably not making that much money and yet they're risking a lot. And so I feel like they're probably just doing it for the, you know, bragging rights or the adrenaline rush more so than anything of actually unveiling something exclusive. Yeah. Like, I mean, especially if you're like a Disney World fan. To the idea of getting banned from Disney World is terrible. (laughs) Yeah, no, thank you. (laughs) That sounds awful. Yeah, sometimes even some of the stuff we talk about, I'm like, I don't know, we should be talking about that. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I just and then you, but then you see like the people they actually ban, and you're like, okay, I can see that they don't really like when you when you like take pictures of backstage and stuff. Okay, that's okay. Okay, but hey, just just being an asshole doesn't make you. Yeah, <laughs> but they let him try twice, so like, you know. I was say, it takes two, twice, yeah. two times to get banned for that. <laughs> I think the only time I've ever really felt like, and I, I don't think anything would have ever happened, but like, <laughs> Punchy O'Shea was kind of pushing it a little bit. Uh, I don't think Punchy Your O'Shea was Your face is bad. pushing it. Woo! Uh, maybe he wasn't. It was just pretty funny. I just, it was, it was pretty, uh, pretty unique. Punchy O'Shea was great. She was great. Yeah. Um, now, 
Will, I have a question for you guys now, too. Another one. Would the risk of hepatitis A make you think twice about going to hoop-de-doo review? Nah. Uh, no, it didn't make me like look and think. I'm like, was I there at that time? <laughs> you know, but Is then I also. Know by now? <laughs> yeah, but then I also was just like, it's worth it. Let's go. Right? I mean, if anything, it's like, way to help me work off those calories even faster. <laughs> I'm really not, I gotta say, call me naive. I'm not really that familiar with hepatitis A. Um, is it, it literally can be like, it's can be spread via food um spread via dirty hands touching food and then you eat the food mm. so it's not like if one article of food has it they all do it's like whatever food was touched by that person yeah interesting it's gross regardless um my favorite part was remember how we always say the one server looks just like disney hipster keith (laughs) Like his immediate reaction was, none of you smart asses say a word. <laughs> I just found that so funny. That's pretty great. That guy's pretty great. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I believe Ellen had a conversation with him last time she went. It's a very nice guy. Gavin, I believe, is his name. It's oh, a good name. I was going to say, there's not, I think that's a pretty like hipster name in general. Yeah. Like, you can't get much, yeah. much more hipster than just Gavin. Jasper. Jasper. Hmm. Or like, or what a boy and girl's name. <laughs> Wait, what? How about Smith? Wouldn't, wouldn't Gavin be sitting at the uh, Central Perk coffee shop with the Friends crew and like, hey, it's Gavin. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Central Perk. Yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with the Raff Friends. I'm not really sure why you're referencing it, though. It just seems like a guy that would be at a 90s Are you coffee thinking of Gunther? Oh yeah, that was Gunther. Gunther, yeah. Gunther. I never understood why he was supposed to be such a joke. Like, if I were Rachel, I would have given him a chance. He's cute. Really? Yeah. Why not? Hmm. And but and it obviously isn't weird that he would be in in love with Rachel. I mean, you know, she's like pretty coffee shop girl. That's kind of who you're supposed to be have a crush on. I mean. For sure. Yeah. Uh, the tequila server. Tequila server. Uh, that, that tequila server is no longer there, but I have a new tequila server that I'm in love with, so it's okay. Good. Yeah. Good. And, you have a type. Ah, I mean, anybody that serves me drinks that I like, you know, I'm also crushing mm-hmm. on the Starbucks girl, uh, the girl that brings me my ties, you know. Drunko, here's your in. Oh, there you go, right? Hey, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Hmm. See, Rhiannon doesn't even worry about that. She only has eyes for one man, and that's Mark. It's true. It's true. Lucky bastard. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. So some lady is suing Disney World after she got run over oh, by a motorized. Yeah. Wait, over after what? She got run over by a scooter. Oh, that's if awesome. If I run over, I feel like probably like her ankle was nipped or something. I mean, I think run over is sort of uh, overstating it, I'm assuming. I wasn't there, but. She needed surgery to pin a steel rod into her hip. Woo! Um, 
So the question is, and this is what's interesting. Yeah, the Disney person's like, yeah, this is like an incident between two guests. Like, at what point are you? If you're Disney, are you like, yeah, go, you guys could go work this out somewhere else. <laughs> like, you take this outside. Well, I think they are, and like I read the article and it referenced another similar case that happened at Hollywood Studios, and it was dismissed. Yeah. So I'm not sure why this person's attorney thinks that they have a shot. Yeah. Because there obviously isn't precedent. <laughs> yeah, and especially since Disney's required to provide these for people. Well, what I thought was also kind of ludicrous in the article I read was that part of what they're complaining about is that. So not only should Disney have prevented this somehow, but they should have prevented it by offering designated lanes for motorized scooters versus pedestrians. Could you imagine just like having to walk down Main Street in the Magic Kingdom and like, oh, no, no, there's a line there, all motorized scooters on the right, walkers on the left. Should there be a third lane for strollers? Like, I was about to say, I completely agree (laughs) with this. This sounds awesome to me. No. Yeah, mu- yeah, strollers to the right, uh, scooters to the left, and and they get no, and it's it's as wide as that thing. So you've got just a row of scooters. Like you guys are, you know what? This is what you asked for. You want to be in a scooter? This is your traffic jam. And on the right, hey, you want to bring your you know mini RV that you call a, a stroller? That sounds great. You guys have your row over there. Don't walk th- down the middle of the main street. And then everybody else that you know doesn't bring or have those things or insist on them has free walk. Yeah, I'm in. I agree. I don't know. According to your rules, the lane for pedestrians would be one body's width. No, because there's way more bodies than those. It's just hmm. like a bicycle lane. Like when you're, you know, when you're walking down the street, that bicycle lane is just a little bit wider than a bike. And then you So then wouldn't the human the human pedestrian lane be just one pedestrian wide in no, this because there's No, like over here you have like two or three lanes for cars, and then on the far right, you've got your little like bicycle lane, right? Boop. That's where you live over there. So it's the same thing. You give that amount of uh, of space for what takes up more room. It's just like when you go to the uh, when you go to park. You know, they definitely have disabled parking, but they don't have a one-for-one disabled parking. They have, like, you know, maybe five to ten spots right up front, and then you've just got all the rest. All the rest of the space is for people that don't need disabled parking, and it would be the same thing. I... I was having this conversation a long time ago, and I was, somebody because there was a, a joke. Somebody was saying, "Well, they should have, you know, like it's, instead of just like there should be a, a lane for bag checks." But what about if it's just like, and it basically we're suggesting that they should have another separate line for I don't know, strollers or something. I'm like, how about there's a lane for no matter what you have. Like if you have a backpack, there's a backpack lane, and then there's <laughs> a if you have a fanny pack, there's a fanny pack lane, and if you have a purse, just a purse, you have a purse lane. And then if you have, let's say, like one of those backpacks that looks like a, like a stuffed animal, like a Baymax backpack, that have character, per character, would have their own line. So I, th- I think that's going a little extreme. Oh. Is that, is that a bit much? Well, I mean, maybe not per character, but we could separate them by, like, furry. <laughs> right. <laughs> human, human characters. Human characters. Yes. You like know, and then we got to really, we got to decide, like, you got to profile people at that point, because, like, if it's a villain... They're probably going to be more, you know, apt to bring something naughty into the park as opposed to somebody who just has a Mickey Mouse bag, which is obviously a free, like, a just go through. 
Because um, Mickey would never do anything to harm anybody in his parks. I am extremely happy that Disney parks have now gone fully reusable bags. Yeah. But I've seen that's, awesome. that's also been part of, like, Diz Bitter. People are all, like, bent out of shape because, you know, there's not a disposable plastic bag everywhere you go now. I actually, I, I thought I heard um, some uh, statements that said that they had not actually done away with the plastic bags 100%, but they're just not, like, advertising those as options, and they're trying to push for the reusable ones, which I think is awesome. But mm. I heard someone be like, no, no, you can still get the plastic ones. I mean, yeah, I, I hope not. I mean, unless it's like a, a extreme circumstance. Like, I remember saying like when they were trying to get rid of straws, there was a big hubaloo like, well, some disabled people can't drink from a cup. They have to have a straw. I mean, well, they could probably have some in the back for that particular situation. You know, if you are so disabled that you have to drink through a straw. I'm not I'm not like trying to whatever. I'm not trying to be controversial but i would sort of assume that you would bring straws with you if you knew that was like a part of your life I yeah or, i was gonna say that's probably like part of your life something that you carry with you yeah yeah um yeah. regardless but what i do think is cool about these reusable bags is that at least out here it looks like they're they're park specific so california yes. adventure has its own reusable bag and disneyland has its own reusable bag that's love cool, it because the ones I saw, I only saw them at Disney Springs, but from what I read, they're all the same in every park at Disney World. Hopefully. I mean, that would be, it's a way for them to do one of two things, and then they can also sell more bags, which would be, you know, it's a bonus for them, but then also. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, why incentivize you to carry around your just a usable bag from Disney Springs when you could just buy a different one in every single park? That's... I... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm, a, I'm just saying in general, I'm just a, such a big fan of this. But I will admit, I'm a really bad at remembering to bring my bags to the I'm a really bad. <laughs> I'm a really bad. bad. I'm a really bad at the bringing my own a bag. Um, yeah, I think that's a bit, that's my concern with like this whole movement for reusable bags is that these reusable bags probably take more time to break down um, when they end up in a landfill than just a regular plastic bag. The good thing is that they are from like 80% recycled material. Um, but I'm wondering like what happens when people like, you know, throw these away eventually. What's going to happen to them then? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, there's, there's no, there's no great answer. Uh, I've been to other places that do like, uh, pay, like some of the fancier stores are now doing, at least out here, they do a bag that's made out of basically like pulp that's made from potatoes. So <laughs> just sounds silly. No, I know, right? But it, it's actually really cool because the bag itself feels really, really nice. But apparently, when it ends up in a landfill, it, it it disintegrates almost instantly. Like if you look at that bag the wrong way for too long, <laughs> you know, it just goes away. Uh, which is cool. I just don't know how sustainable that would be within, because I think those bags are also like way more expensive to make. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how that would work inside a theme park when people are like stuffing, you know. But at the <laughs> same time, like looking at the large bag that costs two dollars that's reusable, you're still not going to put anything in. Like you're not going to put a big giant like plush in it, or you know, you I guess you could put your Disney dress. Uh, stuff like that. 
I do like the smaller one, though. It looks like it would be a good lunch bag for work for a nice. dollar. Um, yeah, break. Oh. I'm just going to say that I thought the prices are reasonable, which was good because yeah. I could totally see Disney charging five bucks a bag, and then that would be a real uproar for certain people. Um, breaking news. Do you know where we should be and where we will be in spirit if we're not there on May 20th and 21st of 2019 at the Flower and Garden Garden Rocks concert? New this year, Colin Hay. What? Is going to be at Epcot. Holy shit. Yes. I might actually. Oh my God, you guys. Who is that? Oh my God, he's so good. He was the lead singer of Men at Work, but he also, to me more importantly, uh, has a solo career since with very, uh, wimp- like, I don't even know the right word, just yeah, magical music. Oh, his music is so good. Featured on the TV show scrubs uh the the they, they must have been a very big colin hay fan on the show and they featured a lot of his music yeah he was actually even on the show a few times um no he's really i, I bet you, if you listen to his music I, I think you'll like him i'm gonna share i'm gonna i'm gonna text you some of his music so you can listen to it i wish i was holy still crap flock of seagulls is playing <laughs> the Richard. new there are some new Toby Mac, that would be some Christian artist for uh, Rhiannon. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, boy. Can we just go back to March the 8th, or 6th through the 8th? March 6th through 8th. Oh, hey! (laughs) Journey, with the former lead, or Journey's former lead vocalist, Steve Auger? I'm not not quite sure what that means. I think you're mispronouncing Outer Rim Jim. Yeah, oh, that'd be great, man. Uh, Simple plan. We got air supply. Simple plan will be there on St. Patrick's Day. Christopher Cross. Yes, there it's he a- is. April third, fourth. It's oh my 4th. god. I just I'm I'm fainting. Hang on. Oh, Tracy, my our friend Tracy will be super excited. Rick Springfield will be playing April the first and the second. Christopher freaking Cross. Night Ranger, Sister Christian. Man, oh. this is uh, quite the lineup. It is a good lineup. There's some country artists that Ellen, or I mean, excuse me, Rihanna would be excited about, and Ellen, to be honest. They're both big country I'll fans. Sister Skip Hazel. It this year. Oh, and I like the fact that they kept the sisters together. Sister Sledge followed up by Sister Hazel. Uh, <laughs> it's a good lineup. Lone Star. Good lineup. Do you think when, at Lone Star that they're going to serve Lone Star beer? That'd be great. Oh. Uh, Herman's Hermits. I actually really enjoyed Lone Star Beer when I was in Texas. Richard Marks, Starship, starring Mickey Thomas, Colin Hay of Minute Work. I think that's funny. John Sakata, and then finish it up May 30th through June the 1st, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Can we get mulch, sweat, and uh, shears oh, instead? That'd, that'd be great. Mulch, I'd sweat, be there and shears. Yeah. Mulch, sweat, and shears would be great. Um, so that's exciting. That, I'm, uh, Christopher Cross and Man. Colin Hay. Um, I need to really do some planning. Yeah, I'm actually looking at a. I'm looking at the calendar right now. Oh, I wish I was still drinking whiskey, wine, and beer. 
May. Um, by the way, that uh, uh, hepatitis A question was designated Disney dads. Asked Sour Boner, um, would you cancel your hoop ADR if you knew you might contract hepatitis, or would you just drink more sangria? You know, to drown out the hep. Livy wants to know, talking about um, uh, on the Disney Price article, and they're saying that uh, this somebody is estimating that Disneyland will reach capacity every day by 11 a.m. on weekends. For the first year after Star Wars attraction opens, uh, yeah, that's that probably sounds like a nightmare. I'm so I'm, sorry for you. Really, <laughs> at least here, they really should not have put it at Disneyland. That was that really sucks. They should have put it at Hollywood Studio or uh, California Adventure. Uh, I mean, I know they could. A lot of that has to do with space. Maybe yeah. if they had not put, like, if they hadn't put Cars Land and decided to get rid of, like, Cars Land and Bugs Land would have to have gone away. Yeah. You know, but that wouldn't have left room, or like, that would, that would have been up in California Adventure and shuttle people to the back of Disneyland, but just so it's not part of the Disneyland and, like, <laughs> crowd capacity. Yeah, it's gonna be bonkers. Because it's already bonkers. For sure. And then, I mean, I, I don't know. It is, and, I mean, because Hollywood Studios will also be Similarly bonkers, but nobody really cares because it's like, oh, it's, oh well. Well, there's tons of Everyone's room. Gonna be, like it's anyway. The problem with Disneyland is that it's already super busy, um, and they already you know reach capacity multiple times a year without a problem. You know, it's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's just it, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. It, it probably is a situation where they probably should have just done it as some kind. Oh, did, did I tell you I did the void? No, how was that? I did the Wreck It Ralph void. Was it cool? Awesome. Did you ever do the Star Wars one? No, but I after doing Wreck It Ralph, I will tell you what I will never do, and that's the Star Wars one because oh, I <laughs> way too intense. <laughs> Because the Wreck It Ralph alone was the perfect amount of intense. Like it was still pretty intense. Like you're kind of, you know, you don't know because I don't know what's going to happen. Like I don't know if like you know somebody's going to, you know, how they do that. Like all of a sudden you would be jumped out at. What happened? Yes. Like I could turn to the left and then all of a sudden there's Ralph's head just slamming against the glass or something. You know, I don't. You don't know. It it doesn't do Mm -hmm. great. And I loved it, but like I was always on edge, and I'm like, the whole time I'm thinking, no fucking way, am I doing the Star Wars one? <laughs> no way, because I'm sure it's very, very similar, just ten times more intense. Like camping. It sounds pretty fun. <laughs> like camping. Wow. <laughs> um, Universe of Genergy. Gen has two ends. Uh, has an idea that Disney should set up an old-timey photo opportunity where you can dress up and use props from the different areas eras of the parks, extinct attractions, and even movies. So what scene would you like uh, for the perfect pics? Uh, I'm thinking, like, does it mean, like, like, would you want to be, like, in the 80s at Epcot, or would you rather be, like, in the 50s at, at Disneyland, or... 
I guess definitely 50s. I'm more of a throwback kind of gal. What if instead you could take... Um, you could take a photo and they would make... Like, let's say this one of the stretching room paintings, they would put you as the girl on the tightrope. Oh, take my money, right? Yeah. How has that not happened yet? How cool would that be? No, idiots, yeah. Like, how would, yeah, or you show up with a group of friends, and all of a sudden, you're like the three guys that are in the quicksand. Uh, or it's carousel progress, like, you could be the dad, and I'd be over right, being, the yeah, kid. yeah. And I'd be the kid wearing the goggles, and like Rihanna would be the grandma sitting there. <laughs> they used to do stuff like that with like you know they would put your your picture over like movie stars, so you could be in your favorite like Star Wars scene or whatever. But I think I would like it more if you could, you know, reproduce Disney history with you in it. Man, I'd even how- be okay if they made me black and white and had me standing next to Walt at the like uh, opening of Disneyland. <laughs> put me in like one of those suits next to him just be like mm. yeah, sure. Yeah, be great. how is this not a thing I don't understand like what that's a great, great how is it not a thing I don't understand I mean we, well Disney is known to hate money they're not much of a cash grab kind of uh, company so, so we just imagineered it now give them a few months for whoever listens to the show to be like oh shit and then a year from now we'll take credit for it when it comes out Yep, and we will try to remember that it was actually the universe of Genergy that that inspired this whole thing. <laughs> we'll do our best. Yep, even though I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to take credit for it. Sorry. Sure. I'm going to forget sure. by tomorrow. So. <laughs> well, the next uh, uh, question, Rhiannon, the next SR boner specifically for you. Oh, yeah? Uh, Nick Way Mania would Ooh. like to know, <laughs> Will you be inviting all the people you thanked in uh, drinking a Disney book to your wedding? Hashtag SRMore. Only if I can remember who they are. Oh, uh, Mr. Monkey's in there. Oh, well, Mr. Monkey. Um, pretty sure that he wouldn't come. So invitation is in the mail. Yikes. Don't threaten him with a good time. <laughs> exactly. Very important question from West Kinetic, who quote tweeted uh, that I think I think where Reynolds Wrap has unveiled something called the Hunger Harness, which is basically a human feed bag. It's a silver harness you wear with several insulated pockets for keeping different snacks warm. And what he wants to know is, as the people to trash can ratio at Epcot continues to worsen, could this be the next best thing for the Food and Wine Festival? I mean, it even has a little tray and a beer holder. It's phenomenal. <laughs> well, Mark and I were joking when we were there uh, a couple weekends ago that uh, when we go to this beer festival every year in Naples, um, they sell what they call beer slings. No, I didn't. Um, and, and it's like a lanyardish type thing, but it has a holder for your cup and see so us walk around with your beer. Hanging from your neck, and I thought, you know, why we've owned these things for like four years, and just two weeks ago that I think, why are we not bringing them to Epcot? It really is a good question. I, I don't use my head a lot, I guess. Poor Mark. Poor. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the other thing? <laughs> you beat me to it. I'm so sad. <laughs> Part, the the handsome and vivacious 
flannel Jedi um, is coming to Walt Disney World in March. And Rhiannon, you're going to want to pay attention to this uh, and vote. He's looking to hit spots he's never been to, and he's enlisting us as Diz Twitters to help him pick. He's get, we're going to cho- hashtag choose Ryan's booze. Um, he has four options of places he's never been on day one, which is the Crescent uh, Lake area. So um, we can vote between Abercadabar, Ale and Compass, mm-hmm. Bellevue Lounge, and Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pick my choice, and I want to hear what yours is. Okay. Okay. Oh, you're not going to go first? Okay. Um, I'm, I'm still- going to say, what's the rush? Why not all four? But if I could at least knock one off the list, I would say Martha's Vineyard. I do love it, but I love it because I go all the time and I like the little less crowded places that have a decent beer selection. But you can probably get their beer anywhere. So, um, so thematically, not that exciting. Abercadabar thematically very exciting but if I have to give it to one I think I'd go Ale and Compass because the food and also just so nice So, or you know just what I said originally all four um, and it's also the most improved of 2018 and 2017 most improved yeah. yes. um, just so you know there are currently six votes I'm going to tell you where the voting is at right now you voted for Ale and Compass as did I so my vote is tabulated in this. Yours is not because, mm-hmm. but um, Ale and Compass has seventeen percent of the vote. Um, Bellevue Lounge also has seventeen percent of the vote. A whopping sixty-seven percent of the vote for the new kid on the block, Abracadabar, with zero percent of the vote going for Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, I mean, I. I like it, but like I said, it's nothing special. Mm-hmm. So if it's your 30th time there, hit it up. But if it's your, your once a year, you only go once a year or less, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Bellevue is beautiful, but I don't know. There's something about it. Unless like you're really in the mood for that, I don't think it is going to be a go-to. Yeah, I don't think people in general like Bellevue... Um, it kind of makes me feel like just like uh, any hotel, like a Radisson hotel lounge. It just happens to be. Oh, it's nicer than that. No, shh. We don't want people going there because it's awesome. Oh, it sucks. It's terrible. Oh my god. It's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the Bellevue, temporary's ballroom for a bargain basement wedding <laughs> is way better. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I would say out of all of these, I would suggest Bellevue last. Stay away from Bellevue, everybody. Yeah. Mm. Bellevue is a great place to bring your own beer and sit in places <laughs> during the day before they're even open. Uh, so, actually, w- were you there when we were doing that? We were running down. We got there before it opened, and we were there hour because it opens late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were running down to uh, you know the little grocery store that they have yep. at, yep. at the boardwalk and buying like bottles of wine and six packs of beer. And then running them back up and drinking and then being like, ah, oh, crap, we need more. Because we weren't smart yeah. enough to just buy a bunch or, or bring it with us. It's wonderful. Amateurs. I've, yeah. It's one, of the, it's one of the few times I'm happy that it opens so late because you 
you get to you basically have the run of yourself during the afternoon. It's like a little chill out area and uh, it's BYOB. Don't go there. People hate it. It smells bad. Well, and I will say this to dissuade people <laughs> from going there <laughs> is that if you are not well versed in cocktails and you prefer to just have a specialty cocktail menu slapped in front of you and you can pick something that sounds special and unique, don't go to Bellevue because they don't have one. Yeah. Abercrombie does though. Yeah. Exactly. All the specialty unique craft cocktails you've ever dreamed of. And handcuffs. Ooh. Oh. Let's talk more about that. Um, Rhiannon, did you know Livy would just set wants to do that this would have been heaven? Did you know that Alice's Curious Labyrinth was planned for Epcot's United Kingdom back in the 1990s? Like a, I did not know, and it does sound lovely. You should have known that. Um, if you could have the touch point uh, at the front of the park, say any Disney quote when you entered the park, what would you want to say? Like when you hit your magic band, what did you want it to say? Um, welcome home? I don't know. Like I was thinking like, did you say 950? <laughs> one little spark. Oh, you see, that's a good one. I think it would be different for each park. Yeah. Like at Disneyland, I, I would be... different for you. Oh. At Disneyland, I would want Walt, there, though. you know, to all who come to this happy place, oh, welcome. It's I mean, amazing. That, yeah, that'd be so good. Animal Kingdom, I want to say, ha ha ha, not a zoo! Oh, that'd be good. I was, I was going to think it was... Wants, like, now we, uh, fly. Uh, what and, about... Uh, at Studios... I'd be like, forever? <laughs> be amazing. That would make my day. Rhiannon wants it to say, for Magic Kingdom, you tap it, and he goes, and now, President Donald Trump. Woof. No? Is that not? It's no? Throw, up, throw up sounds no, after I, that. I, I guess I wouldn't be going to Magic Kingdom for a while. <laughs> and now. <laughs> All rise. Have you been to that junkie? Have you seen it? No, I have not. Good boy. I mean, it's still, you know, it's, no. it's the mm. president's. It's not the hall, you know, you don't want to give him all the power. Mm, I'm okay. Mm, oh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, so here's the thing. Let's say they, when the next president comes and it's somebody you actually support, will you still not, not because he's in there or will you go to support... The, the the other presidents, right? Like, would, well, I just wouldn't because he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be talking. I wouldn't have to hear, yeah. you know, his voice. How about it? Would it be great though if, like, during it, every time somebody else was talking, he would just shout out like, "Wrong." Which that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> well, you know what? I would. Oh it'd be great if he just like judged people as they walked in. <laughs> he like looks over at Abe, you know, and he's all like six at best. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, and then Abe just like shoots him the finger or something. <laughs> just... uh, or it's like he looks over to like Jimmy Carter uh, to ask for his daughter's phone number. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, now, we could really have some, could have some fun with us. Now you're imagineering. Yeah, that's it. Anybody could just have him stand up there. Mm-hmm. Um, final uh, ask Sarah Boner as we're getting to the end of the three o'clock parade is Kylo Gregg. Um, who is a Jedi? Did you know that? 
Congratulations. Very nice. It's the lightning round, which is perfect for the final SR boner. Lightning round. Lightning Uh, I'm going to say a park. It's going to do each park, Disney Springs and downtown Disney Anaheim. And then you're going to give your favorite, your go-to drink in this park. So we'll start with Mm. California Adventure. Scotch Mist. Um, I'm not well versed enough, but I do know that um, that one place that whose name I don't know. Um, they no, the beer gardenish place next to the wine place. Anyway, they have one of my favorite beers there, which is the Thelonious Monk uh, Belgian Triple. So. Might just get that because I I know that the cafe circle cocktails are wonderful. I just don't remember any of them. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I really like just having some wine and a nice little. Uh, I like that. So yeah, yeah, wine's good. Enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. Uh, let's go to. We'll skip to Disney Downtown Disney in Anaheim. Oh, margarita at uh, Trader or at Tortilla Joe's. Tortilla Joe's. Tortilla Joe's. What he said. I'm going to go with the brand new Ballast Point. Oh. Even though I've never been there. But that would be my go-to right now. I'd be like, I'm going to go to Ballast Point and get something there. Mm-hmm. That sounds fair. Uh, then we're going to come here to Florida. And we're going to start. Let's start with Disney Springs. Hmm. Hmm. I know what Mark would want me to say, but he's not here right now. So That's just revenge? I'm- yeah, he would. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with my squeeze bottle from Homecoming. I'm going to get filled with some sweet tea moonshine. That is a good idea. I'm going to go right now with a Hoyt Claw from the Margarita Dockside Margaritas. Ooh, can I have a second choice? The Rum Runner from Dockside Margaritas. <laughs> yes. Man. I'm probably just going to go for that $4 Miller or Bud Light, whatever we had that one time. Or a T-cell. Yeah, that was great. You're terrible. Happy hour. <laughs> they have happy hour marks, too. Yeah, that happy hour is so good. Yawa. Happy hour. Now, Disney's Hollywood Studios. Mm. Oh, man. Oh. Look at that. This is so good. I just got... <laughs> I want to just throw this... I just got an email. Okay. It's really weird how things work out. I literally just got an email from Humphreys Concerts, which is right by Bally High. Colin Hay is playing Friday, May the 3rd. No way. <laughs> yeah. Shocking. Yeah, right? It's super cool. weird. Or I'm there. I'm going to do what's called, we call the Jamie Special uh, at, uh, just because it's something different. And it's, uh, the, uh, it's an off-menu drink at Vaseline which is their, like, soda, their cherry soda, and then you add a shot of, um, I believe, I, just, I always just have Jamie order it for me. It's got something in there, but I'm going to go with the Jamie special. Well, again, if I remark, I would say the peanut butter and jelly milkshake at Tunin, but with a shot of... Ooh, forget, Tunin. They do different uh, shots you can choose from. I forget if he does the Chambord or vanilla vodka, but one of those. But I don't do that. I would probably go for either an Ultimate Long Island or a beer flight from Vaseline. Man, I was going to say 
the Skywalker uh, Pinot Noir at um, the Brown Derby. But then you reminded me about Tune In, and if the right bartender is there, they make a pretty good old-fashioned. Okay. Damn it. There's too many. There's too many great drinks and too many great, great places to true. How about Animal Kingdom? Uh, what time is it? Uh, let's go at 9 a.m. Woo! Bloody Mary with Andy <laughs> Bacon from Bella. Um, I'm not going to say this is my favorite, but my I still right now I'm just I love the green beer from Pandora. I just that's my go-to. It may not be my favorite thing, but I just love having the green beer in Pandora. I'm I'm I love it. Uh, man, I'm trying to remember what the hell the name of the drink is that I usually get at Nomad Lounge. Yeah. It's not too sweet, which is what I really like about it. I know, it's hard. Um, I don't know, but they do have that coffee drink that's really good, too. Maybe I'll just go with that. Mustang coffee. Oh, Ooh, yes. And finally, Epcot. Tipsy ducks in love. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna throw in Mrs. Diaz only because it's her. She has her favorite drink of all of Disney is at Epcot, and that is the uh, Ottawa Apple from Canada. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might just go with Casa Beer, Casa Blanc, because I don't hardly so ever good. get it anywhere. Like I don't even you know of any place else you can get that. Because you white finger. Because I like what? Because of Kristen, because you white fanged her. Oh, oh! I'm glad that you called it white fang. Oh, and not that I'm just going to call movie. it. Ooh, yeah. That's not the real thing. I'm just going to go with. I know this is again. It's my go-to. I know you can get it anywhere else, but I have a tradition that Guinness from the Rose and Crown yeah. is my go-to drink. Like it's just. It's start. it's tradition. That is usually how I start my drinking around the world, anyway. So good. Yeah, damn it. So good. Like it just it it just and it, it it's wonderful. And you know what's great about it? When you're walking around outside, it's one of the few beers that isn't gross. The final sip, if it's hot out. <laughs> Most beers, the final sip is really gross if it's hot out, but there, actually with Guinness, it isn't as gross. If anybody uh, is at Epcot or going to be there soon and you see Carl, tell him I said hi. Just say, hey, Rich from California says hi. Hey, Richie! Yeah, right? I love him. He's so cool. Hey, Richie! And that brings us to the end of Hashtag Ask Sour Boner for tonight. Um, Skipper P, it is well, it's Wednesday. I was about to ask what you're doing for Taco Tuesday, but that was yesterday. That was yesterday, and I went and had tacos. Um, but what I'm going to try to do is uh, crap, what up? Uh, at Nash CLC is here right now, and I think we're going to try to meet up and have some Mai Tais. Uh, mm, sounds you know, wonderful. You know where? Got to hit up. The I know where. Yep. Got to get up the old Bally High. Nice. So, Rhiannon, yeah. do you have plans for the weekend? Uh, for the weekend, 
Yeah. So last weekend was a friend of ours birthday and he's from Maryland. And so we were going to go as a small group to get all you can eat blue crab at this place. It's like 45 minutes away. And so we organized, we got there. I may have already been day drunk and I was famished. I hadn't eaten in well over 24 hours and we show up and they were having a special event that was closing in 20 minutes. And so we had to scramble to find something else. And it was terrible. It was just some of the worst food I've eaten in years. And the service was terrible. And I just left so angry. <clears throat> yes. So Saturday, we're going to try it again. We're going to go back up 45 minutes and see if we can get some crabs. Mm. Man, if all you want is crabs, come on over. <laughs> uh, I'm excited uh, for some. Uh, one of the days, maybe this is not this week. It's next week. I'm going to back to House of Blues. Never mind. That's not this weekend. Not this weekend. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Another cover band in a couple weeks called Molly Ringwalds, who does uh, oh, like I've heard 80s. That those guys are good. The one guy looks a lot like you. Poor bastard. <laughs> He's he's a good looking man. Let's just put it that way. He's a good looking man. I'll take pictures again. I think I posted last time, and I'll do it again, just for you, buddy. Sounds great. Um, anything else before we move on uh, into the wild blue yonder? Um, I don't even know what I did with the notes for today, so I don't think so. I, I just want to take a moment to bitch about my Disney experience. Oh, you know, it's been like at least a week since I've complained. Um. So we're trying, you know, to plan this whole big family trip in August and trying to connect to friends, you know, like just add a friend is for some reason the most difficult process on my Disney experience. And it's not new technology. You can add a friend on fucking Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or whatever. But for some reason, Disney can't fucking figure it out. And so now we have for like, my niece and nephew who obviously are not going to log in and create their own account. There are now like five instances of them because they're technically owned by another person. And like when my mother made the reservation, she wasn't friends with Mark. So even though he has an account, she made an account for him. And so now she can't delete that because oh. now he has plans because his plan is resort. And so when you go, I can log into his account and try and be like, oh, I want to link my resort yep. reservation. And it's like, oh, no, you can't take you friends with my mom. And it's like, well, he's already friends with my mom. So then it gives you a link to be like, why don't you ask to be friends with her? So you click the link and it sends her another invite. So now he has two instances of my mom, even though she has one real account and he already was friends with her, but does he even recognize that? And so it's just a giant clusterfuck. And I feel like I'm not having to call somebody and I hate calling people. And suddenly we just need to like, pare down our party of seven it currently looks like a party of 47 in Disney's database man I, I normally would think that Rhiannon's like going crazy for no reason but she's I, I, I've had this exact same experience so many times I was sitting I was went to a friend's house um, my friend uh, Jen and Nat they bought tickets to Disney like for the first time ever first passes I'm like this will be great I'm gonna bring my laptop you'll have your laptop we'll sit right next to each other and that'll make it super easy because then you know it'll say like check your email and you can click and we literally we left we still hadn't been done we couldn't do it <laughs> sitting yeah. next to each other on different laptops we still could not make it happen right nope oh uh, yeah i must not have to call 
call somebody because there's no way to fix this online and it's infuriating. Uh, somebody tells me that they're important. they're going to say, "Hey, you, you know, you can actually modify this online." <laughs> but like, it's important because when you actually go to like make fast passes and stuff, you need to make sure you're tagging the right person. Otherwise, you show up to your coveted flight of passage fast pass. You like woke up at midnight to book, and suddenly it's like, "Oh no, you're not on this." The other Mark has this. Right, exactly. Not this Mark Ray. Right. Yeah, no, it's 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 true. It's so true. Um, uh, I've I've had to deal with the same thing because of the annual pass and how we sometimes get discounts and don't. And depending, you know, we I've talked about how the premier pass is a mess. And uh, when I called to let them know, um. I was trying to book a a hotel on the discount and I was able to bring it up online, but it wouldn't let me book it because it said the pass wasn't valid. So then I called and the person that I'm talking to on the phone uh, is all like, well, I don't get those same rates. Some of them are online exclusive, so you should book it online. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm calling you because I can't book it online. Like it's such a mess when they come to stuff like that. It is. Yeah, it's really no bueno. Well, it is, it's true. Uh, that brings us to the end of tonight's uh, 3 O'Clock Parade podcast. I do see the final float coming down, and it's – oh, it's – who is that up there? Oh, my gosh. Is that six bits from the Hoop to Doob Review tossing out hepatitis A to all the guests? Oh, jeez, Louise. I don't think six bits had I, – I don't think – no. I think, I if anything, he's food. handing out wet wipes and hand yeah. sanitizer. <laughs> Come on, six bits. He just has that drum. Dong, 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 dong. <laughs> Higher. <laughs> A little lower. Uh, all right, gang. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Okay. Bye. Bye, bye.
close of each day when I'm without you and my heart kneels to pray I pray about you you take a star and lead it far away from heaven and the star will be lost as I'm lost Casey's the guy with his eye on the ball. 
must be the lady. Casey's a guy who's the idol of all. That must be the lady. Casey is mighty and manly. Casey's a dangerous chick. Egad, when he goes to bed, hang on to your hat. He's packing a thousand percent with the lady. So Casey has nerve and he knows every turn. He's no hokey pokey. <laughs> He gets away with that old double play. He's your okey-dokey. He makes all the ladies together, it's true. No wonder they swoon when he comes into view. He was the Sinatra of 1902. The pitcher's nerves were jagged, and his knees began to shake. One eye was watching Flynn, and the other eye watching Blake. While the frightened pitcher ground the ball into his hip, Defiant screamed in Casey's eye. A sneer curled Casey's lip. <laughs> and now the leather-covered spear came hurtling through the air. And Casey stood watching it in haughty grandeur there. Close by the sturdy batsman, the ball unheeded said, That is my style, said Casey. Right one! The umpire said, From the benches black with people, there went up a mighty roar. Like the beating of the ocean on a stern and distant shore. Kill him! Kill him, from the stand. And it's likely they'd have killed him, and the Casey raised his hand. With a smile of Christian charity, Great Casey's visage shone. He stated the rising tumult and bade the game go on. <laughs> Signaled to the pitcher, and once more the steroid flew. But Casey still ignored it, and the umpire said, "Both the right to unquote." by the mad thousands, and the echo answered, "Fraud!" And one scornful look from Casey, and the audience was awed. They saw his face so stern and cold. They saw his muscles strain, and they knew that Casey would not let that ball go by again. Here is gone from Casey's lip. His teeth are clenched in hate. He pounds with cruel violence. He's back upon the plate. And now the pitcher holds the ball. And now he lets it go. And now the air is started by the force of Casey's blow.
And with an eye slumbering on, we'll build a dream for two. A perfect dream set to a theme, lovely as you. Two hearts on fire will soon inspire the stars to dance. The flames that stray will light the way through our romance. And when I hold you in my arms, to my heart's delight. Silence will drift away into the Now, this is a story of uh, 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 Peter and the Wolf. As you know, in the musical score of Peter and the Wolf, each character is represented by a corresponding instrument in the orchestra. Peter by the string quartet. The bird, whose name is Sasha, by a flute. Way up high. Sonia, the duck, by an oboe, like this. (laughs) 
And here is Ivan, the cat, represented by a clarinet in a very low, in a very low register. Grandpapa is an old bassoon. The shooting of the hunter's guns by the kettle drums. And there is also a wolf. know what's in store for him this day. For our hero, little Peter, armed to the teeth, is setting forth to capture him. Uh-oh. There seems to have been a change of plans. For Peter's grandpapa thinks that little boys like Peter should not go out to hunt the wolf. This is very embarrassing for a great hunter. we told you about. Excitable little chap, isn't he? Forgetful, too. Hello, Petey, what goes? Where you going, huh? Can I go, Petey? Can I, huh? Oh, boy, a gun. Loaded, too. Gun hunting? Oh, that's for me. Everything's okay, Petey. Come on, let's go. Sonia the duck. Hello, Sonia. Hello, Pete. Now Sonia wants to join the party. A 
Imagination is a wonderful thing. But sometimes it can run away with you. Ivan the cat. Oh, Ivan. Ivan's a peaceful, fun-loving sort. Maybe a little shy on brains. You know the type. Hey, look out, Sasha. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Oh, how can they ever get any place if they're going to fight among themselves? You ought to be ashamed. You big bully. You cat in the grass. Come on, Sasha. Ivan, sorry. He won't do it again. And so, once more, a little band of intrepid hunters sets forth to find the wolf. And they find him. <laughs> One gone. Goodbye, Sonia. <laughs> Will this crime go unavenged? Not if little Sasha can help it. <laughs> Get up! Get out! Get out of there! <laughs> 
the confidence. Oh, this is bad. This is very bad. are looking blackest. Hawk, what's that we hear? What's this we see? The hunters. Monsieur Yasha and Vladimir. That's Vladimir in the middle. Wait a minute, I'll show you. W-O-L-F. Wolf. Wolf! To the rescue! of his lost playmate, Sonia. Sonia. Sonia? Sonia! Oh, then you're not dead. You're safe. Oh, Sonia, this is the most wonderful, wonderful day. The wolf is captured. Peter Coyne.
falling and falling, for his Alice was nowhere in view. But hey, Nanny, Nanny, and Iceman found Johnny, and he cut him to bits on his horse's ears. Twas done without malice, for beside him was Alice, and they lived on for years and If you just remember that true love will come smiling through That true love will come smiling Seagull, it was opportunity, the big opportunity for his friend, Willie the Whale. There was no time to lose. He must bring these two together. Well, there was Tati now, and Tati was in for a wonderful surprise, because Willie hadn't swallowed any opera singer. He could really sing. Listen. 
Mama's little baby loves shortening, shortening. Mama's little baby loves shortening bread. Mama's little baby loves shortening, shortening. Mama's little baby loves shortening bread. Two little children lying in bed. One of them sick and other most dead. Called for the doctor, the doctor said, Feed them children on shortening bread. Mama's little baby loves shortening, shortening. Mama's little baby loves shortening bread. Mama's little baby loves shortening, shortening. After all these years of casting his shortening bread upon the waters, now at last success lays us over the way. Willie, 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 look! That's you, Willie. He's looking for you. It's your big opportunity. Willie's going to be a great star. Our Willie, going to sing grand opera. Goodbye, my friends, I'm off to be discovered. At last, the long years of patient waiting, the endless hours of faithful practice were about to be rewarded. As Willie sped to his audition, he wondered what he should sing for his opening number. What would impress this impresario? How about a bit of Figaro? Yeah, sure. Figaro. Oh, I'm a 
things. Stop him, do you, Detective Tanner. Right there before his very eyes was the biggest discovery in all musical history. Just imagine a whale singing opera on the very stage of the Met. sing at the Met. But don't be too harsh on Tati Tati. He just didn't understand. You see, Willie's singing was a miracle. And people aren't used to miracles. And you, faithful little friend, don't be too sad. Because miracles never really die. And somewhere in whatever heaven is reserved for creatures of the deep, Willie is still singing. 
in a hundred voices, each more golden than before. And he'll go on singing amid the applause and the cheering forever.